Hey guys, welcome back to Let It Flow podcast, brought to you by your host, Jessica Andres. And in today's episode, I want to share something related towards Breastfeeding Awareness Month. Happy August, by the way. So I want to share my breastfeeding journey, which has come to an end uh, seven months postpartum which is three months ago. It's something that I really don't talk about or bring up towards anything or anyone when they talk about breastfeeding or do you still breastfeed or how's breastfeeding going? It's something that has, I would say, triggered me, especially because of my mental health. Both of the two correlate together and have been something that I try to step myself away from and if people do talk to me about it or ask me I try to share as little as possible so obviously it began when like at the very beginning when Angie wasn't getting enough milk from me I had to supplement with formula and it was something that I was not expecting something I wasn't waiting to happen I was a hundred percent for breastfeeding for a year or over a year I wanted to try to not think of the negatives but more of the positives the people the lactation consultants the the wick lady you know were asking me what I wanted to do how I wanted to proceed towards breastfeeding and all these resources I didn't really got resources towards pumping. Everything I did for pumping or everything I learned from pumping was by myself. I did my own research. I had to Google everything. I had social media um, women like platforms share their experiences. I've joined um groups on facebook everything that i share with you guys or with moms is everything i learned on my own and i am more than happy to share you know any more details if you're going that route or are struggling or whatnot it's just my experience i don't want any mom to think oh like you know she knows how to do it so go to her like you know obviously know what you're getting into before bringing your hopes up high i'm not trying to say because it's for everyone it just what's happened to me what i experienced so when i got my pump through insurance it was a small portable pump it wasn't a hospital grade pump it was a double pump but it wasn't towards what i needed for my body i needed something that would extract the milk a hundred percent in order to empty and my breast uh not regain recharge i would say and refill itself with more milk i didn't know i had to do this i struggled and i did so many things that i now know i was an exclusive pumper from four to six months 
I supplemented with formula during those two months, you know, maybe once a day, maybe once every two to three days. Angie was, you know, using Enfamil. I, you know, spoke to her pediatrician towards what I could use and whatnot, and it's just what worked for us. She did have a good latch. She was just a very fussy baby when milk didn't let down as fast as she wanted or if it did let down she would get fussy because it was too fast angie probably didn't want to be on my breast which had allowed me to see it from her perspective i would say it wasn't a nice feeling to think about it was more like okay She doesn't like it. Why force her? If I didn't like something that I was being fed, obviously I wouldn't eat it. So why make her latch onto my boob if she did not enjoy it? And honestly, like sitting down at a designated area and having her next to me, either sleeping or having my mom help me give her formula. At the end, I just gave up and used the boppy as a prop and I would pump and give her her bottle. This, my mom says, is the saddest thing she's ever seen. Towards my mom, she loves to hold Angie. She always said, hold her even if you're not giving her breast milk from your own breast. I wasn't able to do that most of the time because I wanted to use my time wisely. Moms have, you know, this system where you pump and you give milk to the baby. And then for the next session, you already have the milk and you're pumping for the next session. It's a cycle. I learned this probably like two months after pumping. I didn't know. Excuse me. I didn't know what I was getting into. Like I said, this is a really hard topic to me for me to talk about. Mostly because I never got the. I never got the. The support, I would say, for being a exclusively pumper. I've had people tell me. Oh, why is your milk coming in late? I've had people compare this situation. My milk came in like two, three days after birth and I've never had a problem. I've never had any issues. I've had, oh, I wanted to pump, but I didn't know how to. I've had, I don't know how you do it. You're so strong. I've had, why are you giving her breast milk in a bottle? It's not the same. It's not, she doesn't get nutrients from it. I've had... Oh, it's the sweetest when your baby is latching on and drinking milk out of you instead of a bottle. I've had so many things told to me from people that I know and I would consider family. It's something that I still struggle with, like just thinking about it and bringing it up. It's something that I wished I never went through, but I went through it. It's my experience. It's my journey. Angie was you know, healthy and growing and I had to supplement for her. So regarding towards, you know, like that time where, you know, I had to learn how to like pump, 
use my pump, how to milk storage, how to freeze bags, how to clean, how to properly um, disinfect or, you know, all these things like thank you, Internet. Thank you so much. Um, It was a long journey. It was stressful, embarrassing, hard, sad, happy. And my postpartum depression began probably up to three months postpartum where I I finally acknowledged I had postpartum depression. I was, like I said, stuck at the pump. In the middle of the night, I would have, you know, Noel help me. We had a system. Even if we had a system, people would say that it wasn't working out for us. Like if they knew what our system was. I've had, you know, people telling me that I have to take on all the load. He was the one that had to just work and provide for the family. No one knew what was happening behind those closed doors. And obviously it was about me and him seeing me struggle with what I was going through. It was not easy for both of us. At the end, we came out with, you know, helping me relax at at night. So I would pump before she woke up. I kind of knew the time she would wake up. But during this period, I would I would get aggravated when my letdown was happening. And to any moms that pump, if you feel this, it's just your body getting itself prepared for the letdown. Some moms don't feel it. Some moms do. But for me, I would feel a sensation through my body that would give me anxiety and I would feel angry. This came with so many factors and so many things that I would have never imagined it could happen. And other moms do experience this because of the Facebook group that I had joined. I've read a post and I have posted there and they've shared their experience. So when those things started to happen, I would have to stop pumping. One, because as a Hispanic they say whatever you have in your body or whatever you're feeling while you're pumping or like whatever whatever's happening at the moment comes out of your breast milk and it releases to your child is what they say and I believe it I don't want to say I still believe it because I don't I yo rechazo todo esas deceive all those sayings that I believed because I don't want that for Angie. So when I would have, you know, those little triggers of like anger, anxiety, I would have to stop pumping and I would need to breathe. Honestly, just thinking about this is making me anxious. So I'm sorry about this, but it's just I would say trigger warning or whatever. So at times I would start crying I would not know what was happening to me. I would feel 
Like I would have to heavily breathe. I had to stop. I had to relax. But 50 out of 50, that wouldn't work. My anger would come in. The anger. The anger would come in. And I I would, you know, just, I would be angry. There were a couple of times where I have hurt myself. I felt miserable. I felt ashamed, disappointed that I had to do this instead of her latching on to me. So... You know, I, I don't really want to mention it, but I did, you know, self-harm sometimes. And I got to take a break. And my mom had overheard. She came into the room and asked what's happening. I was, you know, just having my mental breakdown and venting and letting everything out. The next morning, I spoke to my mom and she was like, what happened? Like, what's going on? And I told her, I told her I've been suffering with depression and now I have postpartum depression and it's getting to me. Everything is piling up. I'm overwhelmed. I, I'm seeking help. I'm trying to get better. And, you know, I didn't want to tell her. I didn't want to ever tell her what was happening to me obviously she knew things were going on with me but I was just ashamed I didn't want to tell her what I felt how I felt who I am what am I going through eventually you know my therapist was helping me bring her into my healing process I would say that it was something that helped me up to this day explain to her This is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. You know, if I'm acting this way, help me acknowledge it. And, you know, it's just, it comes in waves. To keep it clear, it wasn't excessive what had happened to me. It was, you know, a couple of times. It was probably less than five times, which, you know, I'm not proud of saying. But when this happened, it was, you know, something that, I am ashamed of because I don't want Angelina to see me ever like that. But there's ways to heal. There's medication. There's things that could help you out. But for my route was obviously helping myself bring my support system into my situation. Having to acknowledge these feelings and validating what I'm feeling and what triggers these emotions. That happened, so it's something that it correlates together. My breastfeeding journey and my postpartum depression. If you guys ever feel that you're struggling, it's it's temporary. Life stages come and go just like chapter books you go and you turn on to the next page you keep reading you keep pushing you keep pushing forward it's not the end of the world you might feel like everything is crumbling down like it felt for me you might feel that that situation that you're going through you're never going to come out of the situation me and the what me and the world went through was the craziest of all 
of all the relationships and towards that time you know all covid stuff and everything that was happening was why because i was which is why i wanted to give angelina the most breast milk i was able to to protect her from you know viruses antibodies etc etc i did finish my breastfeeding journey at seven months because uh we lost we lost you know a family member during that time it was it was really hard for me to like focus and relax like i had mentioned whatever you're feeling or whatever you're going through your breast milk it comes out and you give it to your baby or whatever but i don't declare any of that to angie so like that was the reason why i kind of stopped and then i stopped because i wanted to spend the most time with her as possible i was stuck at the pump and i wasn't happy and i finally decided that i needed to wean off my pump little by little i didn't do it cold turkey i didn't you know do those remedies where you like just put it on your breast and like milk stops i am not gonna lie to you i am 11 i am 11 months postpartum yeah just checking i am 11 most part 11 ugh. i am 11 months postpartum milk kind of still comes out i've been thinking of relactating but bro it's expensive so i'm just like nah i'm straight angie won't latch so you know it's just it's just a no for me but towards all the experience i've gained i know what i'll be going into i know how to handle it and whatnot but i do have some frozen breast milk still i tend to use it when you know if she gets sick or if i just feel like giving her breast milk i appreciate my support system and you know my mom and noel my only two people that have helped me through this journey and screw all y'all that brought me down during my breastfeeding journey during my pumping journey or whatever but i did it and i was able to do it for seven months i could have gone longer but enjoy giving her her bottle and holding her and you know not stressing just boom water formula makes it shake let's go you know, and, and I'm thankful for formula. I, you know, I feel like some moms feel the same towards like, oh, formula, like it's bad or formula is not the same. I did look at it the same way as you guys probably are. But girl, fed is best. Mom being happy is best for baby to be happy. If you guys are both not happy, then y'all got to work something out that's just my journey and towards you know pumping and stuff it was oh before i forget if you got a pump at work and you a working mom please do not be ashamed embarrassed or scared to stand up for yourself you gotta feed your baby they don't pay your bills they don't feed your baby they got nothing to say to you because you need a pump i've had this experience where um the old co-worker i used to work with be like oh you gotta do that again like didn't you just pump 
And then I'm just like, bro, what? Like, um, I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't tell her anything. I just went to go pump. There's been a couple of cases where I've been scared to pump. Well, I would be scared to pump at work. So I would pump in my car and I would use my 10 minute break to pump in my car instead of fully emptying, sitting down and relaxing and pumping. I've never had a designated area for myself to pump. So fuck you, Tillies. Y'all suck ass. You guys have cameras, you know, where I was pumping. Y'all probably see my boobs. I don't care, but people might come at me like, bro, you could sue them and all. It's like, I, I ain't trying to deal with that, bro. Like, it's done, it's done. But yes, you guys work. Get yourself situated and known ahead of time that you're going to be pumping or whatnot. But, you know, it's it's always a battle having to stand up for ourselves, I would say, because I've seen it and I've heard about it and it's not it's not right. Hopefully things change and, you know, it's it doesn't affect you. And hopefully in your work environment, you're able to, you know, do what you got to do. But yeah, that's just another little piece I forgot to mention. So yeah, just stay stay tuned to the to the next episode. I'll probably, you know, talk about something else, but just August 1st, Breastfeeding Awareness Month. And yeah, that was my journey. Thanks guys for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Take care and be safe.